Hey there. I'm sorry, okay? But can I say something? Look, I admit I wasn't perfect. No one is perfect. That's a fact. Speaking of facts, don't you think we all need to take a minute and decide who is right and who is wrong? Every side is different. It's just that my side seems more right. I'm not just saying that because it's my side. I think a lot of other people would agree with me if given the chance. If I upset you in some way, please know that wasn't my intention. I didn't know how sensitive you were. It's obvious I can set you off very easily. That's not an insult. It's just an observation. I think it would help if we talked about this more and argued about who is telling the truth. I would like to see you in person and tell you how the situation has affected me. I may use this opportunity to bring up other times you have hurt me in the past. If possible, I would like to hurt you back. Either way, I want to be in control. Until then...
Newfoundland, Nova Scotia is always free. The scenery is like a dream. NPI waters are blue and clear. In Canada. 
Sometimes I can't be seco-social. Manitoba and Ontario lakes are wide. The rivers do flow from side to side. And Saskatchewan.
under God has turned into one nation under the influence of one drug. Television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation TV. Its satellite links are United States of Unconsciousness. Apathetic, therapeutic, and extremely addictive. The methadone metronome, pumping out 150 channels 24 hours a day. You can flip through all of them, and still there's nothing worth watching. TV is a reason why less than 10% of our nation reads books daily. Why most people think Central America means Kansas. Socialism means un-American, and apartheid is the new headache remedy. Absorbed in its world, it's so hard to find us. It shapes our minds the most. Maybe the mother of our nation should remind us that we're sitting too close to the television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation TV is a stomping ground for political candidates. Where bears in the woods are chased by Grecian formula bald eagles. TV is mechanized politics, remote control over the masses, co-sponsored by environmentally safe gases. Watch for the PBS special. It's a perpetuation of the two-party system, where image takes precedence over wisdom, where sound bite politics are served to the fast food culture. Where straight teeth in your mouth are more important than the words that come out of it. Race baiting is the way to get selected. Willie Horton or will he not get elected on television? The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. or the director does it imitate us or do we imitate it because a child watches 1500 murders before he's 12 years old and then we wonder why we created a Jason generation that learns to laugh rather than abhor the whore TV is a place where armchair generals and quarterbacks can experience firsthand the excitement of video warfare as the theme song is sung in the background. Sugar-sweet sitcoms that leave us with a bad actor taste, while pop stars metamorphosize into soda pop stars. You saw the video, you heard the soundtrack. Well, now go buy the soft drink. Well, the only cola that I support would be a Union C-O-L-A cost of living allowance on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding
moronic language like virtually spotless fresh frozen light yet filling and military intelligence have become standard tv is a place where phrases are redefined like recessions and necessary downturns crude oil on a beach to moose civilian deaths to collateral damages and being killed by your own army is now called friendly fire. TV is a place where the pursuit of happiness has become the pursuit of trivia, where toothpaste and cars have become sex objects, where imagination is sucked out of children by a cap old gray nipple. TV is the only way. 
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, the only show with the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Except no substitutions. This stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. How are you, buddy? Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Listen, YouTube is one word. It should be just Y, not Y-T. You can hear the first initial of of the acronym of every word when I say let's watch a full-length movie on, here it goes, YouTube, he is pronounced. Okay, okay. We are a podcast we're streaming first right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time since 2016. We love the station. You can also check out our podcast. You have to use our acronym. It's L. W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. You can find us. We drop every Sunday night. Or subscribe to us on YouTube and watch the video version on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube every week. You watch with us, listen to the podcast at the same time. We have a very special guest, a special guest, all the way from New Jersey. Please give it up for Anthony Quinn, returning champion. Hi, Anthony. Hi, everybody. How are you? My name is Anthony how's it going it's going fine anthony you've been on the show before you had recommend miracle on 34th street the tv version yeah yeah dude that was so much fun i love your show man you guys are hysterical. well i appreciate it i want well, you're back and you sorry go ahead i am not from new jersey unfortunately they oh, wouldn't all right I'm, actually well, I'm really sorry. I apologize for the state of New Jersey Never for pretending. Never call me from New Jersey again, Mike. I'm on my way to Cali right away, okay? All right, join me. Come join me here in California. You came here today with another movie. What are we watching today, Anthony Quinn? Okay, this was one of, you know, when I got my, my we got our VHS um, when I was a kid. It was a big deal. It was a Magnavox. Yeah, baby. A big old Magnavox VHS. My parents couldn't work it. No. <laughs> Little six-year-old or seven-year-old Anthony Quinn, however old I was, he was the one that knew how to work it. Maybe I was eight or nine. And, and this yeah. Uh, and this was one of the first movies I ever recorded. I had a big old VHS tape with a big old label that said Tough Turf. And I Tough watched turf. it and watched it and watched it. And I love this movie. Anthony, gonna... I want to hear more about your experience. We need to get this one hour yeah. and 51 minute movie right. rolling. So we're going to keep with the antidotes, but we want the audience to go search Tough Turf. And how does this spell, guys? T U F F. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. T U F F Turf 1985. Tough Turf 1985. Now you got to pick the channel. I am the 80s guy because the other one has commercials. Okay. Okay. I am the 80s guy three. You'll only find one. T-U-F-F. Tough Turf 1985. Tough Turf. T-U-F-F 1985. This I am the 80s guy is hosting it. Find it. Click the link. Hit pause. Move it to zero, zero. And when Anthony Quinn says go, you're going to hit go. And we're all going to hit go at the same time. I have it all set up on my PlayStation 4. Uh, so, uh, guys, are we ready? Anthony, please give us the countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Countdown in the studio. How about some Anthony's, volume, Mike? 
have the volume up on 20, my friend here in the studio. Uh, 22 now. Anthony will be joining us for the entirety of this nearly two-hour movie. That's a special treat. Like, what's the longest you've been on stage? Like, what was the longest uh, time someone gave you? Longest I've ever done. I did 40, like 47 minutes one time. That's great. That's using volume. Oh, it's up. I have volume on mine. I'm sorry. This is your favorite band. I forgot. Yeah, that's right. This is Carl when he's 18 years old. Okay, so now here's a guy riding a bicycle. What could go wrong? Dude, that, this this movie is not that bad. It's made pretty well. Do you, do you remember what uh, network you recorded it off? What cable station? I'm trying. You know, I didn't even have cable. I lived in Queens. I recorded it off television. So this might be like channel seven or eleven or. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was when I moved upstate, so maybe it was off like cable, but maybe it was. Maybe it actually was. Maybe it was off HBO or something. I remember this movie was always in every single video store. Like that logo is on the wall with the poster of this movie. With Robert Downey without Junior. Oh yeah, Robert right. Downey. Now, Robert Downey is without Junior. Why? Why? I mean, obviously, it's an early role for him. But he was already it's in movies. It's a super early role. He hasn't hit yet because he plays the friend rather than right. a main character. I mean, he's a main character, but... The friend in uh, Easy Money. That was his... Dude, Not I would have The other one, Back to School. Probably, like, two, you know? He probably had cranes. Oh, yeah. They, they had big cameras back then. They didn't have little cameras back then. Well, Who you notice the, this has a nice 80s neon green to everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very stylized. Like a free music video up front, right? You pay for the movie, you stay for the music video. Now, do you know Marianne Faithful? Like uh, I don't know. She might have been sleeping around. Okay. <laughs> You know Marianne Whore? Yeah, I know her. <laughs> Is he very unfaithful? No. Okay, Look at all this now neon. we're about to be introduced to some thugs. And thugs, of course, have a leader. Thugs always have a leader. They're hanging around and they're waiting for the march. They will, they will, uh, they will march. You can tell that the leader, because he, oh, there's oh, three good. of them. Now, these are manual websites. They're called magazines. Oh, new kiosk. No.com. Los Angeles? What is yeah, that that he's reading? I haven't. I... <laughs> what is he reading? Yeah, what is he reading? I can't see his feet. Was a burger wrapped in that? Did he eat a burger? I saw some chips. Was there fish in it? Yeah, well, yeah. Was there a basket? What did he get fried? This guy waiting for his Uber at the Uber driver. Okay, now we have our march. And 
his car is in the shop. Gotta take the bus in the morning. Now, who should walk up? Smurfette. Tim Richards, <laughs> who is Frankie Smurfette. Smurfette. Let's get her Frank. hair extended. Oh, they got her extended. Now, so they're, in like, they're in like yes. a porno shop or something. They're in like a porn shop. Where, it's where, a late night newscast. Where, where does this take place in? Does it know? Boston, yeah, it says Reseda. Oh, it says okay. Reseda on the, Some, yeah, somewhere on the, on in the, California. Uh, North California. Yeah, it's Southern California. But it's uh, the yarn shop has Reseda in it. That's how I could establish it. The yarn shop. Oh. You remember the old yarn shop next to the restaurant? Uh, it said Reseda on it. I so miss the old yarn shop. Mike is Mike. right that this is Reseda. It's Reseda Boulevard, Reseda, Los Angeles. All of this is in Los Angeles. The thing is, Whoa. summer Olympics. <laughs> what are you saying, buddy? I was saying that the Summer Olympics were taking place in 1986. Therefore, right. they had to do a lot of filming in sort of like remote places, not Los Angeles proper. But it served the trip because it was for poor places. The, the other chick, I think, was on the Brady Bunch. Okay. Well, when they did aerobics? The other chick, I think she was on. Oh, all right. On, I think she was on. I think she was the on some other bomb. show where she had like a drinking problem or something. Or maybe it was Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. Was on Little House on the Prairie. Now, Mike, you and I will know her from Repo Man. I'll be bringing her up later. Her name's Olivia Barrett. Repo Man was around the same time. Repo Man's, yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Repo Man was 84. That's, it, that's so the chick I was talking about. That one. Oh, all right. Repo Man was oh. 84, so she was that one year earlier. Now, here's Nick. He looks a little like Adam Anthony. He's the ringleader. He's the main thug. But look, the guy with the bicycle's interrupting everything. Give me that. Oh, he, hold Get my it. beer. Did I say hold my beer? Oh no! He's got ninja. He gets hit in the back. You see the rip. That's your first. Yeah, you see it ripped. I'll tell you, that's a pretty cool jacket he's got too. It really is. Ripped. Looks cooler ripped now. I bet that guy has a cute card on after he gets hit. Yeah, some sleaze money. Now Kim likes it. Look at Kim. Who is yeah. that man? Her name is Frankie. Her name's Frankie. Her name in real life is Kim Richards. Know her from a series called Elm, which I really thought, the creepy yeah, girl. Her. I always thought it was very dumb of her. I mean, you don't know which mountain you're on. Well, you know those two movies. There was a split to which mountain, and then they turned from the mountain. It was just the prepositional prepositions in those movies were off the hook. But then they had the Rock remake, where it was like escape to, you know, escape from which mountain. Now, if you're How like old do you state think state James Spader is? How old do you think he is? Oh, he's got to be 16, 18. Oh, he's in his 20s. In his 20s? Yeah, he always looked younger. He always played younger. He's, got, he's in his 20s. He's definitely playing a teenager. Huh. I remember this. I, 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 you know, I like this movie. This was, this was a movie I liked when I was a kid. These roaches are still alive. 
<laughs> just so you know, that was that was makeup. That was um, professional makeup. That was just a fact. The roaches survived, actually. The only surviving one. Those roaches are paid actors. They call them talent. They're, they're, the back, they're background stunt roaches. Stunt bugs. Stunt roach. Now he's coming home from work, but that his taxi driving father. Now the backstory is successful real estate person in Connecticut, making a lot of money, but he lost his business. They had to move here for financial. Get, they, they just don't they, they don't say why just like just something happened you know right his dad probably did something his dad's probably a pedo or something yeah uh, or a construction worker we had to leave oh man it's total anarchy look someone wrote fuck over Africa wouldn't this have been wild going to an outdoor uh, high school they exist not, not our high. We had an amphitheater in Monkler High. We did. We had a great amphitheater. This kind of reminds me of summer school. It was a party at summer school. Everybody was happy. It was summertime. Yeah. That's Southern California is summertime all year round. Every year. Now, I thought there was course, another guy. Is that the guy? That's Nick. He's part of the Oh, other guy with the other chick. And the other course, guy with the other chick was in more movies, I think. He played like he played a heel a lot in movies. The other guy with the other chick. Now this you guy get... you'll know, you'll know his face. He has a very small role in. Oh, that dude! Look at the, the security guard. That guy. That guy's and that and he's dumb. Security yeah. guard guy. Now, we saw him, uh, Mike, in National Lampoon's uh, class reunion. But but my, uh, Anthony's right. He was in Ruthless School. He was in Die Hard 2. The Great White Hype. I mean, the list is on and on. Sure. All films I've seen. He goes, you ever shoot anybody with that gun? <laughs> <laughs> now, not only did it's they recognize the bike, but the rip in his jacket. That's what gives him away. That's the dude. Yeah, the guy on the right last guy. night. Oh, yeah. Anthony, I, can't believe I, they I go- didn't do any research on that guy on the right. I had to look yeah, him up. I, you know, I may be mistaken, actually. Were we ever allowed in high school without wearing a shirt or uh, walking in with Hell a white no. Peter? Nope. Verboten. Nope. Teacher, ooh, I got a question. Yes, uh, Spiegelman, put your hand down, please. You're, you're wearing a sleeveless shirt. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't make the school today. I couldn't make the school. Now I'll this, wait a second. Now this is Mayor Gordy Brown. From oh, from uh, Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future. Yeah. And Drax, right? Uh, I don't think so. He's uh, not Dieter? Oh, there he is. How young he was. Yeah. Now, this is his first true role. Now, he he got AIDS? I'm just kidding. Now, this is James Spader's first role as a lead. But for for Junior, this is... No, we saw him in his father's films, Mike. But in terms of being like a, a... Where did Mike go? 
terms of being a star, this is my first real show. Oh, shit. Am I doing the podcast with you now, Carl? Yeah, that's right. Did I get and, promoted? Can you say the initials? Let's see if you get promoted. How do you say the, our show? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L. M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L. M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Bingo! You are now my co-host at Amusement Radio. So once again. <laughs> okay, now, as you know from watching the shit on my ass, Anthony, um, he got kicked out of prep school, right? So the principal's like, you're a good kid who does well. Don't fuck up here because I got real losers. I don't need a guy who's like going to really try. I fucking love Dave. I really do. I am such a fucking fanboy of the guy. I swear to God, I have a million stories. So now, Izzy's got started, a story. Back then, what? Izzy. Izzy's got a story of... um. Jerk on set. Let's bring Mike back in. Hey, Mike. Hey. Mike, where were you, dude? Oh, I went. <clears throat> you want I your podcast back now? I, I was kind of nostalgic. I called up Dave Caputo. I was like, hey, man. We hung <laughs> up last night. I had to dude, you look so young. I, I had to call up JS. <laughs> JS. Hey, put down that black list strip. I got I to gotta tell you, I just saw you. Tough serve. You look great, JS. So sorry. Now here we have Wild West Dave. Isn't it weird seeing him bald now though? It's like seeing Dave Cato bald. What's like when was the time you saw that? Wasn't that like Well, you know, he, he definitely has a second life. When he aged, he looks different from the image that he has in this film. And his image now is like, I don't know, like a fucking Ultra rock, bald headed dude, like takes up all the space. It's like in a in a good way, like he's an actor. It's yeah, like, oh, it's a different the presence. guy. The guy is a consummate professional. He's a fucking actor. Put him in yeah. something. Great. I love. But there is a difference yeah. between like I don't know. I I the only time I watched The Office, honestly, I saw the episodes with him in, and I thought he was so funny in it because he's completely antithetical to every everything that everyone else was doing. And it's just for that brief moment, there was like kind of sunshine on that show of this person who was completely off the hook. You know, he played a different frequency to everyone. I thought that was funny. I, I like The Office. I like clips of The Office. I don't know if I could watch a whole episode. You know what I like saying? GIFs of The Office. Anything that actually speaks or has video or is 22 minutes, I can't watch. But if it's a reaction shot that I could put in a response, I'm all for it. Way to go. Good job, sitcom. So James Spader was all movie. Later in his career, except for uh, the Avengers movie, all TV. Boston Regal is what brought him back. Uh, yeah, and Boston then the blacklist kind of thing. Like, not that he ever left, but Boston Regal was like all his sure. really a big part of their career. There's now, Robert Downey. What we've missed is why is it so? Oh, what are they watching a movie or something? film noir movie. What we've missed is that uh, Robert Downey Jr. And for freedom. Now, 
Robert Downey Jr. found out that he's going to get his ass kicked, he gave him a switchblade so he can protect himself. Now, look, watch Who his jacket. The There's no rip on his jacket now. Watch. See? Right. Jacket the doesn't have a slash. Who gave him a switchblade? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay, got it from switchblade. a woman named Feather. Feather is now Sasha's daughter. We'll see her later. Holy shit, they, they're riding his bike! Oh, they're shit. doing donuts on the in the intersection with his bike. They're gonna leave bike track marks. Oh, I can't believe they took his bicycle. Robert oh, there's, Downey a, there's a slash on his jacket. There's a slash well, on his jacket. I it's don't inconsistent. Know. There wasn't a minute ago. I think it was just the light. The light made it look like there wasn't, but I think there was. It seems pretty incidental that they would switch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like in the of, same uh, exact out of order that way. Yeah. Where's, where's the security guard? Yeah, where's we, the security guard? We won't see him for the rest of the movie. So, sounds so. like the 80s, baby. <laughs> sounds like oh. the 80s. Still the skid marks from the donuts of his bicycle. That's like that's like a real muscle car for a kid to drive a bicycle. I've never seen kids with cars on them. I mean, I guess now, some kids had cars. There was, there, was that rich kid, there was a rich kid that had a muscle car, but it wasn't like that's like a, a custom, some kind of old special. Some kid right. in high school had an IROC. Now pay attention to that brown car. It's going to become plot points at a certain point. All right. Oh, that brown car back there? My dad's not rich anymore, man. <laughs> I can only afford one bike. Oh, that's got to hurt. Now, in this yeah. scene, James James Spader isn't going to do a cool thing. He's basically going to get beat. That's a plot point for the entire movie. Call him Bebop? Bebop. Oh, no, don't, man. I got to take that and ride that home. Some, some idiot girl, and it was like, make him pay. <laughs> this car. Uh -oh, Here's the car. They cued her. Hey, make him pay now. Look at Robert Downey in this car. No, it's not Robert Downey. It's terrible. Well, I don't think anyone notices his terrible haircut in this movie. Like, when she shows up, people are like, hey, Downey, your hair looks good. Look at Tim Richards when they give knowing looks to each other. Him and Frankie. You know, he looks at her like, are you really part of this royalty? Still, he's 
get an interpreter. <laughs> this is uh -oh. either well directed or well acted because of things like this. Now, this director, Mike, we saw yeah. him in Children of the Corn. Why didn't he move the bike out of the way? Because of the right. Script. I mean, yeah, he absolutely throw it at him. Yeah, no, I, it was a split decision. Children of the Corn, that was a good movie. That was around yeah. this time, too. This you know, Children of the did. Corn, that was a scary movie. Now, Until, like, I started until three quarters of the way through the movie. Then it got kind of weird. Yeah, it was scary. We watched it on the show. It's we on did, YouTube. We did. We saw this director before in Children of the Corn. Which oh, you saw the first really dug. He also did Swamp Thing series in 1990. And of course, even this, he kind of went away. He isn't known for much, but I just right. wanted to bring up Children of the Corn because he did a really good job and we had a really good episode. That is great. Yeah. You saw the first Children of the Corn? You did, you did an episode on that? That was, yeah. that was a good one. That was a scary one. It was, uh, it was from Terminator, Mike. Who was it? One the of the mom. kids, right? The oh, mom. no, the mom. Linda Fortino. Linda Hamill. Hamill, Hamill. Oh, Hamill. Lisa Hamill. I got Lisa Hamill. Linda or Lisa? Linda Hamilton. Now, here comes mom. When she sees the bike, she's going to be like, you're a, you're a bad kid. <laughs> That's our plot. So the mom blames him. But he is a bad kid. He is He's a bad asking kid, for it. But, but we're going to keep him up to the end. And his dad hey, You're right. The, the guy from Trek, uh, Eater, is William Peters. I gotta keep. I forget to ask people if they have insurance all the time, dude. Why would you? Oh, look at the dad. He is definitely an unemployed dad. Maybe. He's got the pajamas on and two and a half minutes. He works the night shift with his taxi during the day. That's our... Oh, all right. That explains the scene. Now, his name is Matt Clark, and I know him from the outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, he just hit him with a good line. <laughs> Jim Carroll. Jim Carroll. Not the Jim Carroll band, but that's right. Jim Carroll. That's Jim Carroll oh, from Basketball Diaries? Yeah. From Basketball Diaries? Well, not from it. He wrote it. Yeah, but that it's one was just the guy associated with it. Yes. Huh? Oh, let's do some... Uh, Jim Carroll, not his name. Isn't the Basketball Diaries about Jim Carroll? About, yes. Now this guy, he a song called It's Too Late. It's a real Jim Carroll song. And of course, he died as soon as he was elected. Now look, he's got no bike, so he's got to walk to uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s gig. But he sees a car with the keys inside. 
this is not a good way to start an interview. I don't know. Is it even stealing if the keys are in it? Right? They're inviting you in. Doors open. The keys are in it. Yeah, okay, it's the drummer's now, car because it's 250. Is that Jim Carroll right there? It is. And look how his guitar is upside down on the left hand side. So I was trying to find out if, on the internet if he's like a left-handed player. I think he was just fucking around and he had the guitar upside down. Huh. Well, he also has four other guitars that he rips. I think it's just second. I also tried to find out if Robert Downey Jr. was an Achilles heel playing the drums. I couldn't find that info anywhere. That's Robert Downey on the drums? Is that yes. guy? Now, the one on the left is Sal Sistoon's daughter, and she would yeah, have a tragic story. She'd end up dying. The one oh. in the middle is the one that I think was on Little House on the Prairie. You're right about oh. that. She was. Um, I think also, she was on other stuff. I didn't in, realize that was down. She was in uh, Little House on the Prairie, Charlie's Angels, Soap, Repo Man, Patty Hearst, Floundering. She died at 33 years old. Wow. It was Little House on the Prairie, though. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was uh, it was um, uh, Madame Sassoon who died at 33. She had a heart attack from the drug overdose. Oh. Uh, Ronnie the one on the left, all alive. Oh. That's why uh, Jim Carroll is his uh. Now, look how good Robert Downey Jr. is. He tries to be cool, and he mops over. <laughs> look at that. What a good sport, right? Right. I'm confused. Is that Jim Carroll from the Basketball Diaries? Okay. He Short wrote, answer he's is a, yes. Like, he's a star in that movie. But yes, he wrote the book about it. Yeah, so that's him. It's about it's him. him. Uh, the character is him. Action? Yeah. Leo is playing, Leo is playing oh, him, playing I believe. Oh, what kind of wipe was that? Wasn't that horrible? Try not acting. He can't play guitar right and he can't act. Are these supposed to be in high school? <laughs> well, finally they got the bongo player out. It's a high yeah. school band? Look. Not bad, right? James Spader can now, Carl, Carl and I, when we watch movies, especially from the 50s, we look at the nightclub or 30s or 80s, and we go, is this a real nightclub or is this set up for the movie? This is like, a warehouse this... that's totally set up for the movie. They wouldn't have, you know, 100 people at a warehouse checking out a local band. But that's what's happening here. Now, For, for a warehouse party, there's a lot of space. People are giving a lot of respect. No mosh pit. Now these kids have it together, man. This is whoever produced this is a fucking genius. Now guys, look in the crowd. There's a lot of dorks in the crowd. Seriously, check out the extras. There's a lot of nerds in the crowd. Oh, I know. Really they were like probably shooting Grease Two next door, and they just 
It was just like they were doing the electric slide or something. Yeah. This is like more 50s. Uh, now, we're really knockoff. missing it, guys. Missing it. James Spader is forcing him to dance. She's like, no, get off me. Leave me alone. And then she starts to like fall for oh, him and shit. dance. How did you get that straight? Yeah. He's got more makeup on than she does. Cover up the red paint. Now, you know, and Nick, oh. Nick finds out that she's dancing with this girl, but Nick doesn't get involved. He sends his minions to go get him. Oh, yeah, man. The Frenchmen have been working on Like, you're a henchman to the Joker, and the Joker's like, hey, my girlfriend's talking to that guy. Why don't you go break it up? Right. Kind of lame. Oh, they did it. They fucked it up. So they're, like, dancing against him? This is, like, one of those 80s dance moves. Like, uh, like breaking remember people doing stuff like this at punk rock shows. <laughs> now look, the, the crowd has parted to highlight the stars of our movie like going through. More like a new wave. Like Fame. This is like watching se a season of Fame. That girl was on Fame. Oh, really? Was she? Uh, uh, Her name is Olivia Barris. Funny. Oh. Um, and she was definitely on Fame, Gypsy, Repo Man, The Incredible Hulk, Child of Glass. Uh, for a short time in the 80s. Minion. Now he's uh, dancing with the Minion. Right. Uh, Bob. I gotta uh -oh. tell you, the Minions are so nameless and faceless, I didn't look them up. They all have, like, white diamonds. It's just kind of bland. Well, I have their names in literal sense. Um, uh, we've got Mickey, Eddie, uh, Alan, Troy. Yeah, they're, like, dancing. Yeah. Oh, there goes my ride. Now, Nick told Jim, go home. I'm in charge of everything. And James comes out to go, wait. Now the oh, minions no. are going to come out and steal her back. Now well, he told the other chick to take her home, right? He told the other chick, get her out of here. Yeah. Now, that was back when the turf was nice. That was tough to do. The new Avengers? Yeah. Go on to play Ultron with Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. Who would? James Spader was Ultron. Avengers. It wasn't Ultron's fault. I don't remember James Spader being mentioned in the Avengers. Voice only. Voice only. He was in the first Iron Man. Was the voice of the Red Sonic Butler. That West Sonic Butler. No, am I wrong? Is yes, that was Jarvis. He takes yeah. over Jarvis and doesn't really kill Jarvis, but. But he has Jarvis's. 
Michelle. No. All right. It was Paul Bettany who said. I believe it. Uh, a lot of right. Right. Fucking yuppies. Uh, not yuppies. Yuppies. Okay, now, as you recall, James Spader stole a car. So they take it, they think they're stealing James Spader's car, but really, it's a stolen car, so they will get arrested. <laughs> well, that worked out, except for the nut punch. Nut punch! Hey, buddy, why you lying on the ground all, all curved up? Oh, got punched in the nuts, huh? Such a Los Angeles thing to do. Driving around Hollywood Boulevard like that. Stolen car. So, as I was saying before, they do... <laughs> I don't own a car, man. They probably thought that he called the cops on him. Um, Officer, go around me. Go around. That is, like a, that is like a brand new Porsche, too. For back then, that was like very new ish to me. Hey, because it was uh, a lot of cars back then. Uh oh, the very next day. Are you okay it... with Mike? Uh, Mike, are you okay with Anthony having to stand up the entire time? Get very sensitive. You haven't said a word. What's that? What? 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 Don't worry about that. Huh? No, it's fine. Everything's good. You want me to you, put the you, sound down on my phone? No, you keep it on. It's fine. Oh, uh, really, Mike? It's fine. Oh, yes, it's fine. Oh, the, well, we should do that for me. I'll no, turn it down. The, I'm just trying to hear it. Now, someone you guys put, hear my phone? Someone has put a dead rat in the meat locker. I'm not clear on who, because those three pieces got locked up, and they're in jail right now, you know? Right. So I'm not clear on it. What does this symbolize? That he's scattered among them? Yeah. The uh, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Let's look at the rat. Okay, this is Brother, and Brother is the greatest kid. He's graduating college. He's going to be a lawyer. He's number four in his class. The contract. Of James Spader falls Look at mom loving him over there. He is definitely special. Isn't so mom like a bipolar crazy lunatic though? Way. I wouldn't say oh, bipolar though. I wouldn't say bipolar. Whoa. Tough on mom. Is that better with the volume? Mike oh, don't worry about it. He's he's busting no, no, my chops listen. because no, Mike is very sensitive about the no. volume on the that copyright or something. I don't know what you think, Mike, but uh, when he didn't comment on you having the volume up, I was very surprised at you, Mike. We go I to I put it down. Is that better now or no? Everything's Carl, good. Everything's good. We'll talk about it in oh, therapy. If you're asking me, I'm always cool with the volume being up because I know what's going on. Mike, no, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. I, I don't care. Again, we'll we'll talk about it more in therapy. Uh, please put it up. Now, the 
of friction between the two of them. Right. I think that the writer missed an opportunity here because at the end of the film, they have a chance for the brother to help, but he doesn't. Really cool. Okay, now you remember the brown car, right? You remember the brown car? Yes, sure. He okay. hits the guy's bike. That's why he has to ride the bus. Letter and the all his dirt poking it right. up. Oh, uh, brown car. Brown oh, car. I remember this. He thinks it's the bad guy, but it's somebody else. Right. Oh, it's, it's the going bad guy. To be, uh, Oh, all right. The he drummer knows his guy, way right? around. Yeah. It's the drummer guy. But I mean, it's it's, it's, our, it's Robert Downey Jr. It's our man. He didn't he play saxophone in in Back to School. Uh, uh Robert. Oh, he's in uh, Hamilton. Yeah. Like Six Feet Black and Blue. Right. It might have been a party where he's going. Oh, look at this. Whoa. Oh, the worst. This is going to get through barbed wire. Vader? You know, Vader, he didn't know whether or not to do this scene. He was really on the fence the entire time. <laughs> oh, no. Is this the end of James Vader? That look, that was, that was probably the worst acting in that interview right there. He was scared. Look. Mr. Dog Growl. Now we're we're off guard. So so he would Robert Downey Jr. would show up on SNL as a cast member shortly thereafter. Somebody probably watched Tough Turf and go, that's the comedy we want. <laughs> oh, yeah, like 7-Eleven. So, Those are the So he thought that the brown car, you know, it's Nick's car, so he thought it was somebody else might think it's Nick. Who knows? That's correct. Oh, this is when they go to the country club? Yeah. yeah. This is actually my favorite part of the movie. Song they go to. I sing this song still to this day. Really? Oh, great. Yeah. We walk the we'll night. Crank, we'll crank it up. Yeah, I walk the night, fighting the darkness, pressing on. Now, Behold. as you might imagine, lip syncing that. Guess who's really singing it? I now, always wanted. Guys, I knew he did. Who, who's singing it? Okay, you guys remember the honeymooners with Ralph Cramden, but also with Art Carney. Well, one okay. time. Art Carney got crazy, had unprotected sex, and he made a little boy. And this little boy would sing this song. His name is uh, his name is Paul Carney. Paul Carney. Hey, no, came from honeymoon and sperm. That's right. The song is this honeymoon and sperm song. Now, and look, that boy was actor Edward Norton. Now that's Norton. that's Tatia. Look, you're uh, finished. Oh, that's the Tatia Sassone, the one that was in the Wild Swim Prairie. No, no. no the the hats are right there on the right. Yeah, the one who just on the right. The one who got the burger shoved down her dress. On her, her 
was Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. all were. And Lou was that. too. Uh, so was the father of James Taylor. They were all oh, wow. on there. Now you check out gas prices in the movie. The burger in this film yeah. was a dollar fifty nine. Yeah, we're gonna see gas at one dollar and go figure. Right? Look, bacon, breakfast bacon, one dollar fifty nine. Not four fifty nine. One fifty. I I think like the directors, the casting directors, probably like we're all similar on these projects. Yeah. Uh, definitely like a lot of like. Maybe they were on on a break on hiatus or something. You know, like let's crank out a modern day contemporary tale for this one. One that doesn't involve Little House of the Prairie. Now Ronnie is not the hot. Michael Landon. <laughs> oh, what a fucking killjoy! You trying to jerk off? He walks in the room, kills the mood. Stop being so only wholesome. I know, I know. I heard he was a real prick. He was a showbiz manager. Yeah. Yeah, but unlike Rod Howard, he had some real talent. <laughs> Come on, oh, that's not oh, fair. Come on. I no, Ron Howard. I meant in front Howard of the camera. Talent. Sorry, I meant in front of the camera. Well, look, Ron Howard's father, show business. Put both kids in show business. One kid was fucking opie, then he was fucking like speedy and high heels, and whatever, you know. Then he directed like thirty fucking blockbusters. Ron Howard's a piece of shit. The other kid I, was, I was big happy days. I was in huge, yeah. huge happy days. I fucking uh, they have the Happy Days channel now on um on Pluto. Oh, I have to check it out on Pluto because do they have the first season with Chuck Turner? You have you see. Actual ones to watch. Oh, they, they do have all them. of them. They're so Fair old enough. ones. Yeah. Well, that's how we used to watch them. Mostly, it would be like live a uh, new one once a week. Yeah. These days, you watch yeah, like absolutely. seven Every episodes day. a week. Yeah, absolutely, all all the time. Happy days. Um, yeah. Old ones were when Fonzie didn't even have a jacket. He had just like a gray gray jacket. Right. Like they weren't like he, They didn't want him. The network said you can't have yeah, a leather jacket. No. So the first no. season he wore a jacket. And, and if you notice, it was. Never black, it was always brown. Bonzi's jacket was brown. Yeah, yeah, not not. not people have black. argued with me about that. They, people have like, no, I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. I no. mean, it looks it's definitely customized. Okay, so they're going into what Beverly Hills? Oh no, this is called El Canyon. Yes, they're going to a country club, not as nice, but the thing is, um, Spader has his how to be rich. So he tells he them him. how how to be rich. He shows you how things just like when you're in a country club like you know um how you get in, how you um uh I know the member business, how you um finagle the, the, the same kind of language sponsors and members and whatever. You you'll know. have to say the right things. You have to say uh when you meet the owner of the club, good morning Mr. President Voted for you, Mr. President. Great club, Mr. President. Get it? You're at Margo Lago. Oh, I saw that, that film on your suggestion. Uh, which the one in which uh, Humphrey Bogart? There's a there's a tornado and uh, Key Largo. Yes, is that what you were referring to, or no? But what'd you think of Key Largo? 
I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And, uh, <laughs> this is definitely. I, I think, think that they. I think they missed some opportunities. I think the ending could have been better, but nonetheless. For a pulp, for a pulp genre mashup, it was pretty cool. Because it had all these different things happening. Okay. He's like, what the fuck? This guy should be crucified. That twisted shouts working yeah. around. Yeah, and also in Back to the School, in Back to School, um, uh, That's another movie yeah. I loved when I was a kid. I loved that movie. Love that movie. That's a great fucking movie. It's a flawless movie. I mean, yeah. So flawless. So flawless. Oh, I know you're not from New Jersey. I learned that the hard way. What'd you think of uh, uh, Easy Money? This is one of the most New Jersey <laughs> movies I've seen. Easy Money was great. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Of course. They get so high, they pull up in a diner and they're just turning their open 23-hour sign on. Remember that? Yeah, dude, I haven't seen Easy Money probably in 30 years. I have to watch that again. Yeah, I oh, that yeah. I was that was one of the movies I had taped with the label on it. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Anthony, I know we're in the middle of the scene. Tell me your secrets of videotaping movies. Did you do the eight-hour video cassette trick? Yeah, where well, you would change it, change the, the quality of it. You Like, you could record better quality on the two, but I would always do the eight hours. Eight hours, absolutely. Like, SP, something, something like you could change that in. Now, did you have, like, collections? Like, you would record Tough Curve and then wait till another movie of that type would come out? And Not really. I just had movies I like to watch. Oh, I'm, right. a, I'm a serial movie watcher. If I like a movie, I'll watch it. I, not as much, but when I was younger, I've seen yeah. Back to the Future probably a hundred times. Love that. Right on, yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, what about Ferris Bueller? I've seen that a bunch of times. Bunch yeah. of times. Not now. Ferris Bueller is one of those ones I can't really watch now anymore. But uh, but Back to the Future I can still kind of watch. I love McFly. That dude, I fucking love that. Love that. Yeah, I recommend if you ever a chance to check out the DVD box set. I've seen it for 15 bucks used, but I, I rented it from the library. It has all three movies and then hours and hours, including the ride video, supplemental stuff. And it's really, really – the outtakes of Marty McFly uh, pretending – it's really, really good. There's a scene where he goes, well, if I'm back, does that mean I'm going to be gay? He asks the doctor. <laughs> they cut that scene out more terrific. Eric Stoltz footage? Very rarely, there's there is some in there. There's uh -huh. a documentary, and they show that footage in the documentary, buried in there for a couple minutes. But it, it's it's him usually roaming around. They show all the uh, graphics of him and, and the post movie posters. All right, I so what are we gonna get at the country club? Now, what would you order at the country club? The buffet. But what we're getting is a lot of uh, jokes in which they're pretending to be rich. They're all preppies. Oh, you guys swallow. He goes at first I gag, but then it was really easy. <laughs> okay, we got to rewind that. Okay, now, once again, him and Kim will have a connection. 
during all this they're getting exposure. Tim is just the loosest stuff to him. Pretty decent casting because they did find people that look like landscape people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like they did. They did really like the lame jacket to wear. I think it's the same extras but wearing different sweaters around their neck. Lots oh. of jokes. Oh, that's it's so probably the wardrobe. That's probably what it is. I think it's the same guy wearing different sweaters around his neck. Now, what so I was big one. What I was trying to say before is Robert Downey Jr. will also hear shaking up his uh, back to school. That was good. That was good. Now we will have Carney sperm coming out of Spader's mouth. This is horrible song. Like this song, Andy, or it's just stuck in your head. He's lip syncing this, and well, really well. You know who sings this? It's Rick Ashley. Is that a joke? Oh, I can't get that. that. Rick Ashley's a panty waist. Can I get an amen? Amen. Shout out to Mojo Vicky. What a terrible song to just kind of unannounce and start playing. Well, you see, the guy who, when they first came in, there was a guy who was like the uptight, I'm in charge around here, and he knows they don't belong. So to get a, avoid them, they quickly hopped on the piano. Gotcha. Look at Tim <coughs> falling in love. Look at her falling in Anthony, sing it. It doesn't make any sense. She walked the night? What are they, the undead? No, they take Night Avenue. They walk on Night Avenue till they hit uh, Sunbreak Boulevard. That's huge. This, I mean, this guy, he's really, he's really, he's chasing that tail, boy. Is. He wants oh, to get yeah. to like third base. He's got to at least get to third base. Oh, he will score. I know he they're is. in high school. I don't want to be a pervert, but but they're also in their twenties no, and driving muscle score. cars. So. Uh, I'm a teenager singing my shitty song. This is the worst op- musical opening I've ever heard. Two songs, both original. Song after the rest of the song. I walk the We walk the night. You see it walks the night. We walk the night. Oh, what's Robert Downey making out with the other chick? Yeah. Probably. Little house her house hands are all over his upturned collar. Is that the little house in the prairie chick? The repo man chick. She works at, she were oh, was she like a Otto? The one who was the girlfriend of Otto in the way in. She goes, what about our relationship? Fuck that. Her, that's her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You are not now part of this club. That's right. Now, Excuse me. So therefore, you think they're getting kicked out and they're leaving. Is they just go outside and they come on back in. We'll see. 
they're walking in the night. They're <laughs> walking in the night. I know, like, dude, this guy. That's kind of close to my song. I, I mean, walk some clothes gotta come off, right? He just sang a song. They're in a country club. He already yeah, got right. his ass beat a couple times for this shit. That's right. This should be now, in a Van Hall fucking song. When yeah, he got in the when he got in the brown car, he was like, "Fuck this! Stop the car! Let me out!" All the way to this point in which they're having nice like boyfriend girlfriend moments. Brown eyes involved. Talking about brown eyes, not brown. <laughs> not on the first date, at least. Not I know. Yeah, not at the country club. I know, club. The, I know there's the country club. Wearing green sweaters. Oh, and he's looking up her dress. Anthony, I've never seen this movie before. Like, it is a video store staple. I've seen the box, and I could recognize the logo, but this is a great opportunity because I never had a chance to see this. I don't know why I'm celebrating this. I know. It's it's for what it is. You know, it's big-ass movies from a different time and film. Right. And this is the 80s at this time. They were not putting out, you know, they were not putting out um, a lot of Really, um, uh, um, um, uh, production. They weren't putting out a lot of very um heady films. They really weren't. No, um, but they were pushing a soundtrack, which this film does, and they pushed the video release of it. So it, there was definitely like a market for this type of movie. Yeah. I feel like this yeah. director, even though he did Children of the Corn, this is style. This reminds me of films from the fifties and sixties. He probably watched a lot of Side Story and tons of films growing up. Definitely, and when he had a chance to do an eighties version. So it, it has definitely you can tell it's chore- it's choreographed. Yeah, it's definitely like a choreographed uh, dance guy in the sixties that's doing Even all. Even this, this stuff. is like those sixties films. Yeah. Too. yeah. Now this made nine million dollars. I don't know what the budget is, but I doubt. I think it's still made money. Probably made money. Probably doubled its money or something. Yeah, it made money. I think they spent six millions on saxophones at least. Matching suits. I'm trying to think because I would. Um, my family was big at watching the Academy Awards and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was slow. I would watch movies a lot. I was an only child, so me and my mom watched and um. All my dad saw was Sink Drunk, okay, Mike? He got it out of me. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember, like, from this era, what was the, what were, like, the Academy Award films? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. What well, about, I'm, like, Cocktail? There was always these kind of, like, the Leon cocktail in the movie. Was like, that was a, that was a well, Look at her dancing on the tables now. That was, like, so uh, bad. <laughs> it must have watched, like, a song or something. I forgot about that movie. That Tom Cruise is in that, right? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. I can tell you a funny story. We used to do something called Bad Movie Night for like eight or ten years. There would be three uh, people with a microphone up front heckling the movie. And my friend Cheryl Lynn, who's been a guest on our show, uh, 
would, would curate the film because she takes cocktails. Yeah. And uh, this woman came from a nursing facility that, like, the van drove up, and she came out, like, they got her out of the van, got her in the theater, sat down to watch Cocktail, starring Jeff. And the, when everyone started heckling, she went, got up and left. And she left because she thought it was just a regular screening. She didn't realize people would be heckling Cocktail. She thought, like, oh, hey, Cocktail is played. Terrific. I'll get over and see Cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that might be one of the worst movies ever. It's hard. To, how well, could, but considering everything, like considering the budget, considering yeah. you know, like they really tried. That wasn't just somebody like taking a shot. Like that was well, a major. We, that was a major motion picture. Yeah, I mean, we're watching right now a very cool stylized music video. What a nightclub is. That movie cocktail is like, New York Magazine had an article about some hip thing happening in the bar, and they spun the story and they made the movie and they made it like Coyote Ugly is the same thing. Like, look how exciting this bar is. How cool the bartenders are like rock stars. Terrible. Oh, look at this cutting, man. Damn, this is crazy. <laughs> He's doing music videos in the movie. I paid, I paid to see a movie. If I wanted to watch music videos, I'd go home and watch YouTube television. This movie kills cocktail. Don't ever say this movie is cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Song, it would make a good double too, feature. That song "It's Too Late" with uh, John, uh, with Tim, with uh, Carol, Tim Carroll. That was the video. This movie was the video. Oh, was, for this group or for the Jim Carroll not band? Yeah, this is uh, Jack Mack and the Heart Attack. Oof, what a coincidence! That all right. Wow, who's the Heart really? Attack? Wow. You'll see them in the end, too. Okay, here we got at the coldest beer in town. This is where Frankie, this is where Frankie lives upstairs with his father. Uh. Her, her mother died of cancer. That'll be a big plot point. And here's Nick, like, what's going on? I was practically a date you were on with this James Spader. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I know. What's up? Like, is this guy, like, is he? Slave or something? Did he buy her? He I was gonna say how much. I think it's funny. Like he cuts to the scene where they're in the bedroom doing something. It's like, dude, this guy sang to me. He was like, yeah. we were by waterfalls and shit. What are you? What, you got some terrible venom thing on you. Like, what? When was the last time you crashed a, a country club machine? Huh? Dude, yeah. what you have like 